Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. It's playoff time. Playoffs? Playoffs. And the Bills are in it. Hey, hey, hey. And so are the Falcons. I told you don't let them in. They're like a wounded dog. We got news. We got picks. We got truth of the week. We're Mike's going to Rio in February. So if you were thinking of going to Rio in February, don't. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the all right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett, back here at Kipling Studios, joined always by Weird Mike and the voice of God, Brent Waits, uh, produced by Huck Media and his beautiful mustache, which come back nice. Happy New Year, Sing Yang Kuala. Uh, how do you say Happy New Year and a bunch of other stuff? Jin Yang Kuala. You butchered it. No, no, Sing Yang Kuala is Mandarin. Bon anno. Bon anno. Uh, is that it? Yeah, there we go. Buonanne. Yeah. Buonanno in yeah. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It was a happy new year for every Bills fan on earth and any other planet where there's a Bills fan. 19 long years. Oh, my God. Or 18. Obviously, uh, if you're listening to this show, you know what we know. Uh, and some of the videos that, we, oh, that are going around, like the Bills locker room, the oh. Bills fans in Miami, uh, just... There's one, there's, there's a, 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 like a compilation of Bill's fan reactions. I love those. I was crying. I can't help yeah, it. Yeah, a couple of bars in Western New York. Um, and like it, it was done to the Titanic music. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> amazing. Uh, fourth and 12, Bill's, uh, fourth and 12, obviously, if, you're, if you were on, if you, know, if you were at a wedding or something this weekend, uh, the Bills beat the Miami Dolphins and needed the Baltimore Ravens to lose at home. Uh, to the Cincinnati Bengals, which was Weird Mike's weird pick. Win one for the Gipper, the Gipper theory. We'll get to that later. Oh, baby. Um, and fourth and 12, uh, Andy Dalton, who's not does, nah, coming through in the clutch, uh, hasn't been his forte the past few years. And for no way, ever, uh, for no particular reason, perfect pass to Boyd in stride for the first down. So you get the initial celebration. And then that second level picks up, like the second level of, of like an explosion or something, when he starts breaking for the touchdown, breaks an arm tackle, and he's there. It's over. 40 seconds, sure, but good God. Divine intervention. Oh, God, it was beautiful. And seeing the Bills players, especially like the long time, but like Kyle, you know, Kyle Williams, have the best moment of his professional life. Wow. Uh, that's, that's why I watch sports, man. That's why they're beautiful. His speech after, first of all, he got the touchdown. That's awesome. Shout amazing. out all the nose tackles and DTs out there. Should be done more often, probably. Uh, so they paid him off. And then in the locker room after, nothing more than I love an emotional speech without getting emotional. He nailed it. Someone, someone on the Bills radio. 30-second bit when he was holding his kid, knocked it out of the park. Kids. Kids. He's got two of them. Uh, he saw... Uh, some, someone pointed out on Bill's radio like uh, that he, was, he didn't take his jersey off. He was the only guy who had all his equipment on. I mean, it's neither sort of here nor there, but like that's kind of a classic thing for like maybe retiring. I thought, I thought it was a good point. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to take your, your equipment off if it's your last game. And like until, unless Cincinnati, you know, if Cincinnati wins, then it's not his last game. I don't know. He's the only one that had his equipment still on. Either way, uh, 
Happy for everyone in Western New York. If you, if you, don't, know, if you don't know what a Bills fan is, man, they've been suffering with Shakespearean type l- 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 uh, losses. Oftentimes in the last one or two weeks of the season to get eliminated from the playoffs because they've been close to sneaking in. It's not like they've been Cleveland or the Rams for years. You know, they're all, always almost there, sometimes even when they don't deserve it necessarily. Like, you know, even like kind of this year. Uh, but also, of all the places to go into, we'll get into this in a, in a bit, Jacksonville? I mean, this is the AFC playoffs. The past decade, it's been a bit scarier. Doug uh, Marone. Yeah. Former Bills coach, left the Bills, opted out of his contract. Not a lot of head coaches just leave teams. Doesn't happen too much. Yeah. Uh, the Bills are in the playoffs, and so are the Falcons. I told you don't let them in. I told you don't let them in. Well, they're I'm in. Glad, I'm glad I told you two weeks ago because it's a popular take now. Uh, Not going to matter. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yep. Personal bet. We'll figure it out. Um, oh, we're going to get into this later. It's the playoffs. It's, the, it's you know, there's... It, 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 there's one of the best tournaments in the whole world. I mean, let's be honest. There's, there used to be Olympic hockey, which I would rank as number one when it was the best of the best in the whole world. Uh, uh, the best. Uh, the NHL playoffs. Sorry, folks. It's amazing. World Cup's got to be in there. World Cup of not soccer. Not a big soccer guy, World Cup but... of soccer, of course. I'm not, I'm not ranking these specifically. Okay, okay. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm, these, are, these are all big tournaments. Champions League's amazing. Don't, you know? That's exactly the type of tournament they should have, and your and in your and, and they do have it. It's just beautiful, you know. Uh, but yeah, the NFL playoffs. One and you're done. March Madness, obviously, insane. March one and Duns are good, but you know, but one and done. NFL, it's the NFL. I mean, good God, man. These, you know, <laughs> there's always the one game that's really like, ah, you know, the four thirty game. But otherwise, these are the biggest television events of the weekend. You know, for the next six weeks, minus the gap week. Where you're going to Rio, aren't you? Yeah. We're Mike going to Brazil. Yeah, we're talking pregame. I'm sharing some of my plans. Yo, be careful down there, bud, you know? Yeah, I've always managed to find the dirtiest, clean fun that there is. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, so, you know. What do you mean by good, that? Good, clean no. fun with a little grease. <laughs> uh what is that? What do you mean? Like, like, as in, like, what are you dissecting grease for, bro? You know right. me two decades couple, now. Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, fill in the blanks. All right, uh, yeah, a bunch of drinks, some, some dancing with some sweatpants. You know, <laughs> you gotta wear a rock shorts, man. It's thirty degrees. You just keep your teeth in, all right. <laughs> ah, it's the playoffs. It's uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, on on, uh, do, do we have any New Year's resolutions for the show? We didn't really talk about this. Voice of God. Nothing right now. <laughs> Dukes. Um, weird Mike? I signed that uh, Brazil uh, trip, so I'll drop a baker's dozen. Quick January resolution. If you can uh, train for a marathon, I'm going to... I'm gonna drop twelve or thirteen in three weeks. Half marathon, and that's where we're coming. We're, we're, we're gonna talk about that My later. Half wow, this is gonna be hard. <laughs> What's yours again? Just a baker's dozen, three weeks to the day. You're gonna be six hundred pounds in. A, in <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Shield already has four arrows in it, and this show's ten minutes what old. What are you talking about? You stop using lingo. What? You, what what what's your news resolution? You're, you're, to drop 
Six pounds? 13 pounds, 13 a.k.a. Pounds. a baker's dozen. Sorry, I'm the one who looks down Brazil. there. That's all right. That's okay. I'll take it. Jan 24 on the boogie. Yep. Three weeks to the day. You're dropping 13 pounds. Let's do it. It's mostly going to be water weight. I'm counting on it. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Operation Beach Bod. Stop it. Stop right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got uh, we got our playoff picks. Uh, they're gonna give you. We also got prop picks for each game. Now, necessarily, look, we film our show. It's uh, it's Wednesday here at Kipling Studios, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, but uh, so the numbers necessarily aren't out. But uh, I'm gonna tell you who to pick and some of the proposition bets to pick for each game anyway. Uh, because look, you can still pick what's gonna happen in the game. Again, whenever you try to predict what's gonna happen in the game. Run through that game. Pretend it's going to happen. Run through how it's going to happen. And at the end of the game, look at the stats that you just made in that game in your head. Sounds a little dumb, but uh, it works. And these games, uh, you know, these are some big spreads, but I think we're actually going to have some great games, especially one with the wagon circling Buffalo Bills. Blake Bortles does not deserve that that amount of points. Uh, We will enjoy the week. Oh, yeah. We will enjoy the week. And Western New York, I got some advice for you, okay? Wrap your arms around Tyrod Taylor. No. Okay? Nope. In this moment, he needs your love <laughs> and not your skepticism to pull off the miracle that you're looking for. Okay. Maybe. If you're hating on him, you know, he's not going to be all in. Give him a hug. Give him some love. He's not a gangster, okay? He doesn't fuel on hate. He needs the love, Okay. Worry about this week. Enjoy this week. Keep the love. And you might get your miracle. You want to know something that I don't think I want from my starting quarterback? I'm, I, yeah, you might be right in this particular scenario. I don't want him to need a hug. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like, I'd, rather, I'd rather take a bit of a chip on his shoulder. You know what I mean? I'll take the slight, the slight chip rather than the guy that needs the, the hug. But you might be right. Ever since they ever since they benched him for Peterman, when he was just on the sideline wearing his helmet, you were like, man, like that you're looking at a guy that just got dumped, you know? <laughs> that was it. Yeah, well he, said. He's the guy at the New Year's party on his phone, you know, over over by the fireplace, you know, sipping someone else's drink. Like, you know, not barely not there. <laughs> uh, but he's looked steady this past few weeks, he's not giving the ball up. And I'm not scared of Jacksonville, and neither is any Bills fan who could be facing Ben and the Steelers, Brady and the Patriots, KC, the Chief, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, Rivers. I mean, in the past 10 years in the AFC, there's been a lot scarier Giants than the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Correct. Uh, also, uh, yeah, you know what? Black, it was Black Monday. Uh, some coaches went. Some coaches stayed. Uh, <laughs> we hear about all that from the Lord himself What news that matters I've just been handed an urgent news story Alright, alright News that matters So, As Jeff mentioned, it was Black Monday And pretty much every year It seems like a quarter of the league um, Needs new head coaches So this year, on their way out From the Lions, Mr. Jim Caldwell Raiders let go of Jack Del Rio Colts finally fired Chuck Pagano That was a little, uh, little overdue Yep Bears, Mr. John Fox is gone. I think three years. Um, Horrible record. Yeah, not good. Not yep. good. Cash crab almost at the end of his career. <laughs> <laughs> Smart, you know. Take care of the grandkids. Rode Peyton Manning's coattails, you know. To yeah. Like, and like looked like he kind of knew what he was doing. 
showed up. Cutler looked at him, lit a dart, and was like, I don't care either. <laughs> yep, this isn't a good team. Not a good- <laughs> yeah. Did we just trade Brandon Marshall yeah. in his prime? How much is guaranteed? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Also, uh, yeah, obviously the Giants let go of Ben McAdoo a while ago, as they should have. And the Cardinals, um, good old Bruce Arians, B.A., has retired. So he, they, uh, they also need a new head coach. There's a couple, um, you know, leading candidates, two of which are currently employed by the Patriots. Um, offensive coordinator, Mr. Josh McDaniels, defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. And not that he's a lead candidate, but his name has actually come up. Our non-boy, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, I heard, I heard that too. I'm like, is this a joke? Yeah. So sources say he is quoted as saying, he, I feel young and charged up. <laughs> Just, just give me a job. The please. last picture I saw of him, he he, he he like he looked like he was ninety-five years old. He looked like a silver fox Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. I know. I thought he was retiring to go fish and like I think he bought a place in Montana, but he, uh even yeah. even all of his lures would be way less effective <laughs> than than the average fisherman would get out of them. If there are any franchises of those that are uh, interested in a seven to nine record, give him a ring. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah, the, I mean, the Colts could use some wins a um, couple rough years there. But If you own a restaurant and, and want, you want it to be mildly successful just for brunch. Hi, <laughs> yeah, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, somehow Hugh Jackson of the Browns is still employed um, with his career winning, uh, his career record there at 1-31. It's not good. But, however, they've been changing coaches every two years for like 25 years. They got rid of Belichick. I mean, I'm not saying Hugh Jackson's like amazing, but no, no I, he, I would have probably got rid of him too, and just get someone else, and then don't fire that guy for a long time. I definitely hear both sides of that argument, but if you're top bulls and you can get what five wins out of the Jets, <laughs> come on, you had Flash Gordon come back. You got some, you know, you got Joe Thomas. You got some big names. And you know what though? If you look back on it, who came into the season with an easier path to success than Todd Bowles? Las Vegas had you pegged for, what, no wins? Yeah. Or one? I mean... You, I, the bar was low. But. The bar is pretty low. That's like limboing through a hallway. I mean, you're going to meet... Ex- anyway, good for you, Todd. And Yeah. J- yeah. yeah. There's uh, also reports, hasn't been confirmed just yet, but uh, Mr. Vance Joseph of the Broncos is, uh, is going to be on his way out. No, really? Yeah, yeah. Elway just said he was keeping him like a couple days ago. I know, it flip-flops, and yeah, I saw a late report last night. Um, But yeah, I mean, Elway is a proud guy and was not obviously happy with their season. So Vance Joseph may no longer be having the time of his life. (laughs) We'll see, we'll see. I thought he said he was going to keep him like two days ago, but you know what? If he fired half most of his staff, like just, yeah, he's probably not the guy. Some other news. The uh, Football Hall of Fame released their class of 2018, the finalists. So there's many names on here, um, and only a few will be selected for this year's inductees. But some of the heavy hitters this season, uh, Mr. Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Ray Lewis, Brian Dawkins, Brian Erlacher, Ty Law, a lot of heavy hitters in there. Um, T.O. has been, uh, you know, shafted out of the Hall of Fame for a couple years. I mean, it's, it's very much in... Behind closed door, old man's club. And yeah, he definitely ruffled a couple feathers in his day. But his numbers speak for themselves. He is second only behind Jerry Rice in receiving yards, third in TDs. And I mean, come on, get him in there already. It's, it's a bit of a joke, I think. 
He's got to get in. You know, I think it was like, it was just a precedent setting that like, if you are a massive disruption to your team, like maybe not for the entire part of your career, but for a significant part, like he was, I mean, at an unprecedented level, almost publicly, they, like you're going to get punished for that. Yeah. Uh, all, maybe a, lot not, of, a lot of sound bites. Maybe not regardless of your stats, but uh, I know. I'm voting. I'd vote him in, but they probably know more about some of the interior workings of like the feuds with McNabb and stuff like that than we do. Yeah, I mean, we just saw the craziness and kind of read the reports and whatnot. But I mean, he was probably he's pretty he's pretty nuts. Talk about my quarterback. I love me some me. I mean, it takes a guy, a, quite a dude, to say that. Get your popcorn ready. Like yeah. I mean. Great. You say that to the mirror. Great like, highlights on When you you're too. like getting dressed for like a big night out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love me some me. He was his own hype man. He, he said that to the whole world, you know? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think. his own hype man. He was his own Jimmy Mouth from the South Heart. You yeah. Know? I, think, uh, I think Ray Lewis is a lock. 17 years in the league with the Ravens. 13-time Pro Bowler. Check. Two-time Super Bowl champ. And one murder charge <laughs> conviction. Check. Gone. Yeah. So, but you know, erased. I mean, yeah. give the, he in the court of you know, yeah, court yeah. of law. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, his clothes were missing. But I mean, there's some blood. Anywho, stop it. We, yeah. <laughs> if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. <laughs> By the way, look who's talking from all over the world. Uh, remember to rate, review, subscribe. Keep growing the look who's talking nation. You guys are awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, keep your mail coming and all your questions. Uh, in response to kind of our uh, weird question last week, Irish people apparently do like Lucky Charmers, but that's just if there's nothing else around. At least that's what uh, one guy told me. Ah, now yeah. we know. Yep. Um, yeah, we uh, obviously kind of touched on the Bills' success entering the playoffs for the first time in 17 years, which Woo! was the longest playoff drought in the NFL, and a lot has changed since then. Um, you know, the world was a very different place in 1999. And yeah, Weird just, Mike looked exactly the same. <laughs> I believe it. He's a Highlander. Did not know him then. But it's actually from the 20s. I was in grade three. Um, you know, <laughs> just just crushing gym class. <laughs> Red A and tackle football when the teachers weren't looking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in 99, um, Bill Clinton was the president, having himself a time. Yep. Tom Brady was a sophomore at Michigan. Not even starter yet. Uh, Pokemon had just exploded onto the world, and yeah, crazy place. I was uh, on a cruise with my parents watching the Music City Miracle, the la- on like at the cruise ship bar. Music City Miracle, by the way, if you don't know, uh, I'm sure some of you know. But hey, you know what? I'm take- giving you that 30 seconds. I'm gonna tell you all about it. Kevin Dyson. Uh, the last time the Bills were in the playoffs, uh, Doug Flutie was the quarterback that led them all season when Rob Johnson the humans the adult sized uh bills quarterback but that wasn't as flamboyant or clutch as uh we, us canadians know doug flutie was uh and all those great days in the cfl yes craig waits i know what the cfl is <laughs> uh yeah rob johnson ended up starting the game because wade phillips hated doug flutie and the playoff game was down in uh, tennessee uh against eddie george and the titans Pretty great, pretty good game, back and forth. And uh, Bills take the lead with just a kickoff left. Steve Christie, 52-yarder, back yeah. when 50-yarders weren't the back norm. Back 50-yarders were the thing. All the way back in grade three, yep. a.k.a. 99. Yep. Uh, and the craziest play ever happened. Kickoff 
Uh, you know, kind of a normal long kickoff to about the five, 10 yard line. Guy runs forward. looks like a linebacker who's carrying the ball, throws it across the field. Definitely looks like a forward pass on the field. Has later been proven to be a forward pass by universities in Western New York as part of like major, you know, they're really into this. It was their last playoff game. Uh, but the refs on the field called it a backwards pass. And guess what, folks? This was before uh, instant replay. Or maybe they even looked at the instant replay. They looked at, they looked at it. And they, and they still decipher. called They couldn't decipher. They still called it a backwards lateral because the guy ran it 75 yards down the line uh, for a touchdown, basically a, a, a walk-off. And that was the last time the Bills were in the playoffs. And... Uh, it was yeah. the, it's uh, the longest the world streak. the world was worried for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about the there was a bug in computers apparently the whole world was worried that all the whole all, all the computers in the world were going to blow up planes were going to f- drop into the sea and basically the apocalypse was going to happen because computers had been set to only go two digits in the year like a 99 and if it, if it got to two zeros Apparently, every computer in the world thought the world was going to blow up. Y2K? Yeah. Just pan- the whole world panicked. Nothing happened. Nothing farvin happened, folks. <laughs> uh, it's like when uh, if <laughs> where Mike uh, picks the team to win and the other team scores a touchdown. <laughs> like, just the whole world's blowing up. You got to stop him from ripping the ticket. Uh, just got to settle down, folks. All right? world's going to be okay every day. You got to get your money's worth on those bets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just don't rip up your tickets to the point where they don't work at the store. Quick little other headline of the week. Uh, Mr. Carson Palmer finally announced his retirement after 14 years in the league. Former first overall pick, Heisman Trophy winner, and three-time Pro Bowler. And uh, actually the most winningest USC quarterback ever. No way. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Beat out Matt Leinart and well, some of, of course. those other. There's got to be one other. Sh- no. Shaw is a USC guy. There's a couple other. Not so great, USC guys. Matt Castle. <laughs> yes, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, there's yeah. there's got to be like, but back in the day, like I guess, well, maybe they were a running team because you know they had OJ. Back in the day when Carroll was running USC and they were dominating, they had like a 40 game win streak. Uh, often the best game of the week in college football was uh, the red and white game on the USC campus on like Wednesday. Yeah. Like Lendale White on one was, side, Reggie Bush uh, on the other. It was other. two years where they were just so stacked with, yeah. with crazy, the red and crazy white game on pros, and especially in all those positions. Try to clarify, the most winningest in the NFL out of USC. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought you meant. Um, oh, baby. Uh, thank you, voice of God, as always. Uh, our Lord bringing you uh, the news that's important because there's a lot of stuff that ain't important. Remember that, folks, especially come from the holidays. Swipe off those frustrations. Most shit doesn't matter, all right? <laughs> uh, we are fired up. The Bills made the playoffs. Uh, and you know what? It's looking at, NFC's looking like some, uh, some real interesting games. Uh, Minnesota's you know, two games away from playing in a Super Bowl that in Minnesota, which would be the first. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun stuff happening. We're getting right into our Trailer of the Week! Hey. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. True of the Week, folks. There is always a player on the field any given Sunday who is playing the most important game of his life. 
And this is one of the things I love about football. Pats, Jets on Sunday. Looking at Bryce Petty on the Jets. Playing a Patriots team that's not sitting anyone. Real important game to them. And he's walking into Foxborough. You know, he might never get this chance again. And I just thought, this is what I love about sports. And it also leads me to a guy that is the reason for this truth of the week, Deshaun Kaiser. All right? Most important game of his life was trying not to get the Browns to 0-16. Put up a fight against the Steelers in a great game last Sunday. On that last drive, man, they lost that game, but it was not, it was not because of him. I mean, you know what? Got some turnover problems. But athletically, the guy can play football, and he can play pro quarterback. I like him. Truth of the week. Any given Sunday, guy's playing his most important game of his life. And you know what? Part of the fun of this whole sport is finding them. Deshaun Kaiser, I'll take him. Uh, Bryce Petty, you know what? You didn't win the game. But you put up a heck of a fight, and it was, uh, it was worth watching. There's always a game. There's always a guy. Every college game, uh, every pro game. Where if you look hard enough, and that's what's you know glorious about uh, having so many guys on the field, like uh, such a, such large teams, it's beautiful, and uh, just one of the gr- greatest things about sports is is uh, watching someone or a team have the best moment of their life. I love this. Uh, this goes back. My favorite moment in all of sports, probably right now, is Sidney Crosby's goal for Team Canada. 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver. I was in Vancouver at the time. What a glo- it was just glorious. It was the best, just best moment I've ever been alive for as far as also just being farmed up to be a Canadian. You know? And, a special moment. And Brunt said it. You know, usually we're pretty polite about it. But that moment, farm, yeah. And Sid scores the goal, and the guy scored a lot of big goals. And he was fired up, and then that next second he realized... Oh, my God, I just scored the biggest goal in my life in Canadian hockey history, probably. Oh, my God. And he threw his gloves in the air, and you saw pure joy in his face, and he was every Canadian kid that ever dreamed about doing something like that. And it was beautiful. Yeah. By the way, that was the USA-Canada final, 2010, Vancouver Olympics, and made it even sweeter. I was, in a, I was with uh, <laughs> Nolan, McElhaney, a bunch of my college buddies, and we were all down in Vancouver. We, looked, we could only get into a lobby bar in Gastown, Vancouver, because every bar at 11 a.m. had a, like an hour line. We get into this lobby hotel bar. The bartender's just kind of letting it go. Everyone's watching the game. We're up 2-1. With nine seconds left, they score. And everyone was scared of uh, Luongo going to the shootout, so you wanted uh, you wanted to win in overtime because you figured, you figured we were screwed in the shootout. It wasn't even nerves. We just, honestly, I think every Canadian at some point kind of just figured we were going to lose it. I was terrified. My heart sank. I was like, no, this isn't the story. Also, that gold medal put us over the record for the most gold medals won in a single Olympics. Oh, by my any God. Yeah, I was, yeah. Anyway, Woo. seeing Sid, Sid's face, seeing the Bills locker room reaction, uh, you know, and by the way, Bills fans have donated $170,000 to Andy Dalton's charity. I mean, sports sports are far from cool, all right? Protests, no protests. Look, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. They've also started a petition to get him into the Bills' ring of honor. (laughs) I heard that. Doesn't even play on the team. Yeah, Yeah. Andy Andy Dalton. I would love to see him up there, (laughs) you know, just even as a joke for, like, one game. Sure. Oh, it's awesome. Thank you, Andy. The Bills, by the way, such a, like, 
you know, we, we live in a big city uh, here in Toronto, and the Bills are like, you know, they're just like, you know, it's that small town vibe. They're literally sending wings to the Bengals. We'll try to post a picture on our Facebook group of the, of the letter. If you didn't see it, an open letter from the Bills to the Bengals. Small town team, small town vibes. Good for the Bills. Good for every Bills fan. And uh, I'll stop talking about it, but we're fired up. And you know what? We're probably going to farve and take them. Uh, truth of the week, sports are glorious. And you never know. On any given Sunday, you might see the best moment of someone's life, and that's why you watch it. Because on your favorite TV show, you're watching a bunch of actors say lines that other people wrote. That's not the case. And I don't want to hear interviews about them either. I'm going to watch your movie regardless, all right? Uh, we're not talking about Trump right now and his freaking nuclear button. Get out of here. Uh, no one should have a nuclear button. <laughs> That'd be a good world. Woo! Truth of the week, baby. It's the playoffs. To Sean Kaiser, I'll take you. I'll take you. Uh, maybe the Browns don't take a quarterback. I think this week, what applies to your any given Sunday, you never know whose biggest game of the week it is. It's somebody on the Bills. It's that running back M. Murphy. We're straight up. Who popped out off a murder squad yep. out of Western New York, and now he's probably starting a playoff game By with the Nance and Romo and everybody watching. If this guy goes off for 110 or 120, yep. uh, even if they lose against the Jags, against that D. couple broken tackles away from record set. Millions records. of dollars. You never know. It's beautiful. By the way, just for the record, I look who's talking. We are not saying he's from a murder squad. I don't know what that was. Practice squad is often known as the murder squad because okay, you're constantly beat God. down. I, 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 yeah, I thought his family was going to write in. He, doesn't, no, he doesn't kill people. Come on, man. Didn't I tell you something about clean fun? Sorry, bud. Little grease, not fucking, not, oh. Yeah, stop it with your grease talk, all right? Razor Ramon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to farve and never mind. Razor's Edge. Um... Yeah, uh, John Gruden is going to the Raiders. Hasn't happened yet because of the Rooney rule, which is fine, okay? Uh, the, by the way, if you don't know what the Rooney rule is, that means a person of uh, a minority needs to be interviewed before any head coaching vacancy is filled in the NFL. Literally, even if the team knows that it's going to hire you know, one of its coordinators or they already got the guy in mind. Uh, and over the years, even these interviews, which aren't necessarily... Uh, for that particular job, at least those uh, coaches of minority, by the way, this was done in a, in a more racist league back in the day, uh, you know, obviously. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's still obviously undertones of that uh, throughout sports and the world and whatnot. Either way, guys get to present themselves in front of all these executives and general managers and presidents. And those guys move around the league and they've seen them in interviews before. And it helps, it's, it helps in getting the hired process anyway. Uh, but John Gruden's going to the Raiders. Uh, crazy story about John Gruden, if you don't know, he was traded from the Oakland Raiders after the tuck rule game against the Pats. The Pats went on to win the Super Bowl in Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. Uh, they beat the Oakland Raiders in a crazy snow game on some random tuck rule that nobody still understands where Brady kind of threw the ball, but or was about to throw the ball, then tucked the ball down by his hip, but was obviously not still throwing it. Ball fumbles. But uh, either way, Pats win the game. They probably should have lost that game. And uh, Al Davis traded him for two first-round picks, a second-round pick, and maybe even a third to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who inherit a new coach. And you know what? Their new coach takes Brad Johnson, some traveling, wandering, Charlie Whitehurst-like quarterback. 
I like that, eh? Weird Mike. Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> You're the Charlie Whitehurst of our studios, bud. <laughs> Heard that guy crushed ass back in the day. I'm just... Oh, God. Look it up. Glad we have a mostly a male audience. That's probably not, not a popular Why is that saying. a good thing that there's a male? Crushed ass? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, your Gipper theory worked. Uh, weird Mike. Sure did. Bengals won the game. Uh, oh, it was beautiful. Uh, fourth and 12, they win the game. Nice IT, call. IT, um, they were up by 14 points. That was that, that was closer than it needed to be. I a pick six on the last drive, and miraculously in a 24-point spread, uh, spread they, you know, they could have lost outright. I thought about the, uh, the money line. I just went hard with the spread. Yep. Cashed it. Uh, it was really my only splash of the week. But it got me back to 500. And uh, after you drop these Hue picks coming up in a few mins, uh, I'm going to uh, climb that 500 mountain all the way. Got a couple uh, playoff weeks. You got wild card, divisional, yep. title, and super. There's four weeks of picks left. You guys ever climbed a mountain? I know it's a metaphor. But just uh, I climbed uh, about a third of the way up Mount Etna <laughs> in Sicily. <laughs> Yeah. Back in 07. Why didn't go the rest? Why didn't you do the rest? Uh, it was a live volcano, and uh, it had erupted about two years earlier. So we were told, uh, you know, safe as it gets right here. There you go. Mount Edna. I feel like that's what you call your uh, weird buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet. You know, there you go. A little bit greasy. <laughs> and only gets about a third of the way up. <laughs> Alright, enough of that. Moving on to our Hugh picks. Cause it's the playoffs, baby. You Alright. Uh playoff Hugh picks. Uh we went four and six last week, going 51, 55, and four for the season. Our gold pick was 70%. And uh Oh baby! Playoffs. We know these teams. Remember, it's a quarterback's league. And the playoffs. All the speed picks up. If you ain't used to it, it might take you a little while and your team might fall a little bit farther behind than you were planning on it. We got a lot of rookies, uh, a lot of rookie playoff teams this week, and I don't like any of them. Here we go. First pick, my gold pick. We are taking the Atlanta Falcons plus six and a half. At the LA Rams. The Lord himself is cringing as I take uh, Julio Jones, Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman, and Mohamed Sanu and Matt Ryan. You know, it's the playoffs, baby. There's a lot scarier places to play in the NFC playoffs than the Coliseum in Los Angeles with a bunch of Rams that might be, you know what? They're new to this, right? They're new. I feel like the Rams reek of content. Right? Not jubilation like the Bills, but the, they're just content. Because the Bills could be riding it. That's a next level of Correct. contentness. But uh, I feel like the wounded dog, the dirty birds. Shouldn't have let him in. They shouldn't have let him in. They get the favorable draw, have you ever, favorable conditions. That stadium's going to be littered with... Atlanta fans. Yep. They gained some fame, you know, a couple successful also, years of Super Bowl. The, the Rams do have some weaknesses. And it 
the Falcons may have the weapons to exploit them. Which weaknesses, actually? Rush defense, 24th in the league by the Rams, Tevin Coleman, and Devonta Freeman, if both healthy, pose a threat Which to they're them. not. Well, Devonta they, Freeman is still concussed. The NFL, baby. Playing. Couple of shots. Here yeah. we go. Name a more complete team in the league than the Rams. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers went totally healthy. Here's why I like the Falcons pick. Here's like a like I the Falcons not. pick. The three most important positions: you got the starting running back, the starting quarterback, and the first-year head coach. All playoff rookies. That's what I mean. They're not all gonna come together. There's gonna be a moment where they're exposed. Yes. As the playoff rookies that they are. And can, they'll come back, and, and we'll see how it goes. You know. That's what. Look. Anyway, that's the weird angle plus, I'm looking at. If they win, if plus they win. six. Plus six and a half. You, you, you only think about winning games, man. We're hey. talking about, you know, hey, who cares if they lose by five? I just won four hundo. But, you know? exactly. It's just too many points. Hey, hey, he's been, hey, Voice of God's been right on the Rams and Vikings all season. I've been wrong on them. You've been riding Rams and Vikings a little bit less than our fantasy lord. The Rams aren't going into Green Bay. You know, they're not a dome team going into Green Bay on the road in minus conditions. They're but, at home, okay? But, exactly. My point is the Falcons, and the, okay, they've been playoff team, this group, for the last five years, off and on, but they've gone into Seattle, into Green Bay, into the, I, 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 New York Giants, like, playing well. They are, there's worse places to play in January than the LA Coliseum against the team of rookies. Yeah, we're going to get into the other picks real quick, but... Jeff, you're stuck in 2017. These are not the same Falcons, and you have to admit it. Okay, Sarkeesian is not Shanahan. Just, just. I understand, and again, sometimes I give too much credence to what their capabilities are based on what I've seen before, rather than what they've been showing me lately. This entire season, I try to have a bigger view of things because usually in the playoffs, this is when this stuff sort of rounds out. You know. There's been years where Kansas City's looked better than their other shitty years, but the same story happens. I'm just saying, uh, I don't think the Falcons are scared of the Rams, and that's it. Silver pick slash second pick. There's not too many games this week. I like the Buffalo Bills, plus nine points. Blake Bortles is not a guy that is get that I'm relying on to get double-digit point victory in a playoff game. Uh, Bill's got a stout defense, and that's pretty much that's all they got, and they don't give up the football. And that's the one thing that the Jaguars thrive on. Okay, they beat the Steelers with 11 turnovers. It was like five or six. Bill's aren't going to do that. That's the one thing they're not going to do. Nine points, too much. The Bills are so fired up with what they've seen from their fans, from their entire community. They've never been more fired up to be Bills in their entire life. Are they going to win the game? I don't know. But let me tell you, just like the Falcons, there's a lot worse places to go in the AFC playoffs in January than Jacksonville, Florida to play a team of playoff rookies besides like, you know, Malik Jackson from the Broncos. Uh, Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. Uh, you know, the Jaguars are talented. Uh, you know, pro football uh, focus you know, has had them all year and one of the top one of the top teams uh, efficiency wise all year long. And that's no, that's no joke. These are good stats. But but uh, nine points. Blake Bortles. Good secondary. Couple of turnovers. It's a tight game. You just lost by four points to the Titans. It's a game you were trying to win. Titans are a joke. All right. And uh, this is just how much. The public 
doesn't thinks the Bills suck. And just thinks sort of, this is again sort of almost like a public few points, just kind of liking picking against Buffalo over the years. You know? It's been it's been a good pick. Uh I think the Bills ride this motion to a close game. And uh maybe even an upset. <laughs> Look, I don't think Tyrod Taylor's the answer, but I think you got some skill at some uh at some skill positions that hasn't been Shown all season, just like the Falcons. I think they kind of could find the right game to explode. Bill's going to have a tough time against the great Jags defense. Tight game. Too many points. We're taking the Bills. Uh, Keep an eye on LaShawn McCoy's uh, yes. throughout the week. I doubt he will practice. Without Shady, this is going to be harder. Straight up. Yeah. Way harder. He's, I'm, I think the Bills and me are banking on him to about be about 45% of the offense. Yep. Uh, we've got some props picks for that game later that I really like. All right. Our uh, our last pick, we're taking the Carolina Panthers and a totally complete team to keep it close, possibly win the game against the New Orleans Saints. Yes, the Saints are great at home. Yes, <laughs> myself, Jeff Hewlett. How you doing? Born in Burnaby, BC. Told you the Saints were going to the Super Bowl week five. But, but... If they do, it's going to be a tight game. This is the third division game. Watch these division games. This is like Baltimore-Pittsburgh when they meet for a third time in the playoffs. It's usually a win by a field goal by some team. They both know each other. There's not that much time to put in a whole bunch of different kinks into the offense, and some teams don't even like to do that. So this is ex teams executing their game plans that they, they're both almost fully aware of. Uh, division games, even conference opponents, know each other pretty well. Saints... Panthers, same coaches, same playbooks for years. Uh, this is a tight one. And uh, I, who, who wins? Don't know. Again, just too many points uh, with a team. Again, it's just a good value bet. Carolina can win. Luke Keekley's the best defensive player on the, on the field. And uh, in the league, maybe. One of, one of the tops in the league. And if you have a, if you have a, a fast can play the pass and the run middle linebacker just basically that guy who's fast enough to get sideline to sideline so you don't get burned for big plays sean lee luke keekley uh telvin smith you know ray lewis back in the day like if you had one of these guys ryan shazier uh, it, look it's important luke keekley's gonna keep this game close he knows drew Brees. drew Brees really smart here we go you so you got Dirty Birds, Bills, Mafia. Yep. And and the Carolina Panthers. Kill a Cam. Cam doing Cam Newton having a good game. Doing enough. All right? Just enough. That's a tough secondary in New Orleans. I don't think he's gonna test him too much. But uh hey. I like I like I like Cam Newton in a division game pretty good. Against those other against other teams he's not as familiar with. He uh I wouldn't be as I wouldn't be as confident, but uh, I like him in this game. Yeah, New Orleans got two key defensive injuries that kind of have popped up lately. The, uh, names are eluding me, but yeah, two defensive starters, linebacker, and another position well, will not be in the game. Latimer's back. Yes, which is big Latimer is back, um, which is huge, and he's been lights out. He'll probably get defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, and Alvin Kamara is going to win offensive rookie of the year, which will be the first time that uh, two guys from the same team have won that. Yep, but big game. I just can't trust Newt Cam. He can pull it off, but he's so inconsistent week to week. I got a lean breeze. Uh, fire it up, man. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. I got an over-under pick for you as well. You know what? I'll give it to you after. Uh, weird Mike, you got a weird pick. 
You're even Steven, as Jerry Seinfeld would say. Even Steven worked my tail off to get there. Some bottom basement picks, scrapped my way back to 500. Feeling good. And wild card weekend calls for a wild card pick. There's nothing weirder than the first playoff game of the NFL season. That's Saturday, 430. Usually a snooze fest. I think it's been Cincinnati, Houston the last seven years. I'm predicting another uh, oddly uncompetitive game. And I'm riding my boy, Budker, and the KC Chiefs minus eight and a half at home versus the Tennessee Titans. A bunch of playoff rookies haven't been there since 08. Everybody talking about the Bills and their long streak. It's been a decade for the Titans also. Mariota is a quiet leader going into the noisiest stadium. They are going to have their issues. Uh, and KC is just going to find a way with a late field goal to cover the points. Uh, Semi-close first half. KC pulls away with their second final possession of the game. Minus eight and a half, KC sets up the rematch at the Pats next Saturday. Love it. Maybe. Maybe. We'll get into Maybe. that in a second. Maybe. Um, but to cap it, I'm rolling dirty with them. The KC Chiefs, loved them early, hung with them in the middle, going to ride them late. Eight and a half at home over to Titan playoff virgins. Let's farve and do it. Let's farve and do it. Uh like the Chiefs, I think it's a couple too many points. By the way, just a couple uh, hints for you. Remember, Falcons, they're six and a half, buy a point, get the seven and a half. Bills are nine, buy a point and a half, get ten and a half. Uh, the Panthers are six and a half, buy a point, get seven and a half. Chiefs are eight and a half, buy two points, get it down to six and a half. Merry Christmas. Heard you talking about your boy Bucker. Um, you guys were chirping my boys last week, couldn't even remember them all. To remind you, there are Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, who you forgot that's and, what we forgot yeah and juju smith schuster probably the best new player in the league besides yeah. carson Wentz. how could you forget okay and i'm not okay about that no i wouldn't be either juju's almost single-handedly responsible for that 0-16 season <laughs> guy went off against the browns what do you have eight for 140 and the winning score 97 yard td return to put him up 28-21, and the Browns never recovered. Literally, the Pittsburgh might have the two best wide receiver. As far as if, it was, if Julio Jones retired today and you had to pick two receivers for the, for the next 10 years, would, would you not pick My boy. those two? Yeah. Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster? 93-yard kick return. Yeah, special teams, AFC Player of the Week. Guy can do it There's all. There's a couple coaches out there right Young. now that are like, I'd take Gronkowski <laughs> right away. Youngest player in NFL history with 1,000 all-purpose yards in a season. Youngest player with at least 150 receiving yards in one game. And all-time longest TD for the Steelers. Not a bad rookie year. He runs like he looks, he looks like and T.O. Like a bit of a limber T.O. Some really cool celebrations. The guy's, you know, he's got it. He's got that juju. Yeah. But uh, I think I pull out the boys with the uh, Bortles. Thielen and uh, Butker, three contributing. You guys each got a man down. I'm uh, self-proclaimed victory. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I'd also disagree. Um, well, my my guy Brady became the most winningest QB in NFL history, and the oldest to ever lead the league in passing yards at the age of 40. Um, Deshaun would have 
won Rookie of the Year had he not been injured, and he only played seven games this year, and he had the same or more amount of touchdowns than Eli Manning, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Joe Flacco, and Tyrod. So, yeah, 19, 19 TDs in seven games. Not bad. Yeah, uh, y'all, you know what? Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll leave this one to Huck Media, or you can vote. You know what? Let us know on Facebook Media who, uh, whose family did the best. Uh, whose family did the best? Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Look who's talkers. Keep in mind, Carson Wentz, I think, could still win the MVP, but uh, he's not really getting any mentions about that. No, you can't miss that many games and win the MVP. It's not his fault. Shut up. Uh, I got an over-under pick for you. We're taking Kansas City, Tennessee under 44 points. Uh, I'll even give you the exact score, all right? We're going uh, 24-10. Yeah, 24-10. That's a cover Yeah, and the under. Yeah, there you go, 24-10. Kansas City's not putting up stuff. Maybe 24-13. Uh, yeah, 24-13. I like that more. Mariota's just good enough. Get them into long field range four times. Two for four on field goals. See you later. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, look, I want to talk about uh, cu- a couple things. Yes. Look, there's prop. There's things called prop picks. I'm going to give you a couple for each uh, game. Here we go. Uh, we'll try to put this out on Instagram and our social media as a little reminder list, especially if we agree with the numbers, because I mentioned before, the numbers aren't even out. All right. Uh, props for the Kansas City game. Love this. Look, Kansas City, Alex Smith relies on Travis Kelsey for third downs. He just looks at him and he'll continue to look at him because Alex Smith has a weak arm and he loves throwing to slower moving targets, just like every weak arm quarterback in the NFL. That's why Phillip Rivers hits Antonio Gates. That's why Tyrod Taylor this week will hit Charles Clay a lot. Okay, big arm, gun, fast throwing quarterback, cannons love fast guys because they're always open and they can actually use their gun because as soon as they're in the gap, they can hit them. All right. Now, the problem is if you have a weak arm, when they're going through the gaps in the zones or if they just slightly beat their man on man coverage, if you have a weak arm, you can't just gun it in there where the ball never gets about higher than eight and a half feet in the air. You got to lollipop it in more, which means you have to lead the receiver more, which, is mean you're, which means you're giving more time in the air for NFL safeties uh, and wide receivers and linebackers are dropping back into coverage to pick that ball off. This is why weak arm quarterbacks can succeed in college where the defense is slower, but in the pros, you get picked. And uh, that's why a lot of quarterbacks go to quarterback uh, heaven, as you guys could say. Travis Kelsey, don't know what his number will be for receiving yards. I'm assuming it'll be around 72, 73 yards. Didn't even look at the averages. That's just a guess. But you know what? If it's under 90, take it over. Kareem Hunt, uh, uh, they're running back. Kansas City, over 81. He might not even get, get as many carries, uh, but he just, he'll break one. He will. Oh, baby, count on it. Uh, the Tennessee run defense, it's, you know, it can stand his ground, but... Uh, with a good scheme with Dick LeBeau, but uh, you know what? They've been burned before. They'll be burned again, and uh, there's a burning team, the Kansas City Chiefs. With a lack of arm strength from their quarterback, they make up in weaponry, and that's why they're going to roll this week. Uh, also, long rush, good thing to look, look at over. Usually it'll be around 23, 24, up to 25, 26 yards, probably about 26 this it's week. It's going to be almost 28 in that game, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of game breakers. You e- can run reverses. Yeah, They're, Tyreek Hill. Mariota can do it. Ty- Smith can do it. You got it. Long rush over. Again, 
Polar Vortex is coming. Uh, it's going to be a cold one. Uh, and that Kansas City game is the only playoff game that's actually affected by it. Chili uh, bananas. <laughs> yeah, get inside. Folks, if you live in Georgia, we got a couple boy, boys from fly, Flyboard. Uh, Georgia Flyboard down there, my boys. Soldado. Go dogs. Get inside, bro. The cold is coming, okay? And don't blame Canada. This, <laughs> uh, this isn't the South Park movie. It's not our fault. I'm going to jump on the prop bandwagon. Yeah, you like Kansas City game? No, I like uh, something I've been sniffing out uh, lately, late in the year. You use, said, the, you use the term sniffing around a lot. People just think you're literally walking around like a dog sniffing. You know? No, sniffing's a mentality. No, I know. Like, is that sniffing around? Yeah. Uh, when you say that in the grocery store, that people kind of look at you weird. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just say you're, you're grocery melons. shopping. <laughs> Sir, can I help you? <laughs> I'm just sniffing around. <laughs> You've been here for an hour. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bills-Jags game. There's going to be a defensive or special team score in the Bills-Jags game. Okay, usually pays about plus 160, plus 170. Uh, we all know Bortles is the king of the pick six, even though he's my boy. He's got more of them than anybody starting in these playoffs. Yep. That's for damn sure. Love it. I know the Bills don't turn the ball over, but they are in a new spot as well. Uh, and they could be forced into doing something they don't want to do late in the game. Uh, also, if the Bills want to make this a game, they're going to need a, a big play. So I'm going to look for a scoop and a score, a Mika Hyde pick six. Yep. It's worth 30, 40 beans to win, you know, 60, 70. See, this is one of those tough ones because it's like it's such a good, of all the games, like it's the one that's like probably have the lowest odds for that prop even. Correct. Because, you know, it's, it is a good pick. But almost that's when, when the averages are pointing to like a pick six thing happening is when it necessarily might not Punt happen. Return. But you might want to even, uh, yeah, I get it though. I wouldn't put my, my units on it this weekend, but it's still a good pick. Unit. Units. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I got a couple uh, prop picks for you in the, in the Buffalo game. We're taking Charles Clay over receptions. Don't do yards. They're going to be a lot of two, three, four-yard passes. The Bills are going to stretch this game. Bill Parcells style, which Tom Cloughan and the Giants actually mimicked in the 2007 Super Bowl against the perfect Patriots. They stretched the game, eight-minute drives, ten-minute drives. And it's boring, but uh, that's what Buffalo's going to probably try to do with their uh, not big play offense necessarily, but look for Zay Jones to be a burner down the middle if they try to cheat. We're taking Clay, uh, Tyrod's favorite target, over three and a half yards, and this won't be on props as far as the, the store is concerned, but uh, on your sites if you got one or in Vegas, Tyrod Taylor rushing yards, over. Don't know what it'll be. It'll probably be around 30, you know, 28 yards. That's a guess. I hope I'm right about all this stuff. I'll look smirt, S-M-R-T. Uh, take it over. They're going to be really careful with the ball. Then they're going to tell Tyrod, look, Tyrod, your arm isn't the answer, but your feet might win this game. Make it happen. Also, Saints game, long rush over. You got Cam, you got both New Orleans running backs. Uh, and also, Cam over completions, because you're going to have to expect them to be down, probably. And uh, doing a lot of those short passes, where if they're stacking the box against the run, you're going to see a lot of passes to McCaffrey. A lot of passes. Uh, just basically a West Coast-style offense with Cam making for sure passes because he threw a lot of picks last week against the Falcons, and the coaches aren't going to want to see that. In the L.A. Rams-Falcons game. Woo! 
And on the Falcons' road to the Super Bowl, as I'm calling, we got. I'm taking Julio over. Don't care. He's still so pissed about last season. Yes, he is mildly healthy, just like he was in the Super Bowl, but he had an amazing Super Bowl. And he said he was so worried they wouldn't get back in the playoffs. He just, as soon as they were back in, he's like, ah, oh, now he can smell it. Now he can taste it. He's going to go big. Long pass over. Yep, you got to pass it to Julio. Love that. Punt dude. return over. Farrell Cooper on the Rams. That was not. The Rams offense played well against the Seahawks a couple weeks ago, but they were starting every drive from inside the Seahawks territory because of the Rams special teams, which are really good. Going to get respect there, voice Best of God. Best in the league. Best in the league. Uh, they, their punters, uh, Zerline's hurt. Is it their punter or their kicker? Kicker's hurt. Legzilla. Legzilla. Greg the Leg. Great name. Legatron. Yeah. He's got like three of the best kicking nicknames ever. That guy ever. did well in college. Eh? <laughs> Legatron? Probably. I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even a kicker in college? <laughs> Weird, Mike. You were a kicker in college. Correct. Yeah. He turned out good. Wearing normal hats and stuff. Uh, yeah, Farrell Cooper. Look for punt return over in that Rams game. Uh, a couple other props for you. Kansas City in the Tennessee, Tennessee game. Tennessee's going to win that first down battle. They actually give you a spread of first downs. It might be like four, five. Tennessee's going to get like 10 more than Tennessee. Uh, just Andy Reid, love it. Good again in these first-round playoff games. He plays in a lot of them, that 430 special. Uh, Buffalo Jacks, safety in the game. Feels right, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, and the Atlanta-LA game, second half over. We're waiting for fireworks. We hope you watch them. Used to fly around in China, fireworks on my back. That's a real job. That's a real lord. I'm real, I'm real sorry. Because we almost forgot the sorry section. Sorry. We are sorry. Sorry. Talk media keeps reminding us that we are at an hour. <laughs> we are sorry. Sorry. Justin Bieber, uh, for everyone who hates you, because we don't. We are sorry. Sorry. Baltimore Ravens fans, because what are you guys thinking? How did that happen? Look, let's not forget, this isn't some random game, all right? The Ravens, if they stopped them on that fourth and 12, they're in the playoffs. Brand new playoff picture. Patriots breathe the sigh of, sigh of relief. They don't like playing the Ravens and Joe Flacco in the playoffs. Terrell Suggs, that whole defense. Uh, Everything's coming up, Tom Shady, once again. I don't even know any Ravens fans, so I'm apologizing to nobody. But if you're out there... Hey, are you pissed? Uh, does, I, I, is Joe Flacco even awake? Either way, we are sorry. And uh, yeah, we are sorry. Sorry. Whoever gets drafted first. Announced today, Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold have both declared for the NFL draft. That's a fact. Uh, one, of them's, one of them or possibly Josh Allen down from Wyoming will be going to the Cleveland Browns, although I think they should keep Kaiser. But don't get me wrong. I think a couple of these guys are studs. Rosen, man, he just throws the ball amazingly. And uh, you could teach a lot of other stuff. Uh, Baker Mayfield, statistical maniac down in the Big 12. Charlie Weiss really likes him. I mean, that, it, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but someone's going to the Browns. And probably because, hey, you can't skip Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz and Jared Goff anymore. Your, your fans are literally going to nuke the place, <laughs> especially if one of them's Trump. Good God. Uh, yeah. All right. Under Brent Waits with news that might not matter. 
Thank you, Jeff. And the news that doesn't matter. The Browns, people, uh, people are forgetting that they made history this week with uh, the second perfect record, as in no wins, for the entire season. They had just as, ma- just as many wins as you and I did Yep. <laughs> in, N- in the NFL this year. Yep. They joined the 08 Lions um, as the only teams in NFL history to do that. Browns fans are ecstatic uh, because a couple months ago they submitted paperwork to the city to have a parade to honor the perfect winless season. No way. Yeah. So there's over 4,000 attendees on Facebook. A lot of interest and hype on social media about that. Um, And basically the parade route is going to primarily be laps around the stadium to signify zero. Just... uh, yeah, to really drive it home that they didn't uh, didn't win a single. <laughs> there was game. this thing where this where the radio station uh, told bet Hugh Jackson that Hugh Jackson said they'd have a better record than they had last year, and as soon as it was guaranteed that they were only going to at least win one game, he has to jump in Lake Erie. Yeah, right. And I was picturing, I'm thinking of this man. They're going to kill Hugh Jackson. Like he's he's going to get fired, you know, <laughs> probably. So at least I thought at the time. And then, like, Lake Erie, like, it is uh, the polar vortex. What know? if he jumps in and then they fire him? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That'd be awful. Jumps in, fires him. Oh, good God, man. Hey, don't do it. Uh, don't do it, Hugh. But, I mean, yeah, hey, people of Cleveland, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, yeah. you know. Good on you. Yeah, thanks, boys to God. Uh, news doesn't matter. Uh, Cleveland, don't kill Hugh Jackson. All right? He, he's old and he's stressed enough. You've won one game. Uh, <laughs> like, anyway. Uh, yeah. Just uh, a couple more things. Hey, just before we go, like literally, who's moving on this weekend? Like spreads aside, okay? I'm t- I got the Falcons to beat the Rams in an upset, and I'm going to take the Saints to squeak by the Panthers uh, barely by a field goal, end of the game, classic, standard uh, sort of Saints style. Brent's picks. Every favorite wins. Whoa. Yes. Same. Whoa. This happened last year. <laughs> Mo- games I'm most scared about. Um, Cam Newton could definitely pull one out. Um, and yeah, Atlanta, they have it in them. But no, I'm more scared about Carolina. Okay, well, do you, were you guys saying that for all the... Co- like, I didn't even get any AFC. I got the Buffalo Bills to ride emotion to a 2019 victory on the last play of the game with the Bills MVP this season. Steven Hauschka. Uh, my buddy Phil actually knows him. Uh, there you go. Friend of a friend. And, uh, oh, the other, and the other game, I got, oh, Kansas City is going to steamroll Tennessee. I hope the, the Bills give T-Mobile that hug on the way out of town. My buddy, let him know you love him. He'll deliver for you. Yeah, I don't, don't want to give Tyrod Taylor a hug, but I love... Uh, I'd love to get Kelvin Benjamin healthy out on the field, catching those balls. Uh, my buddy Jordy from SWS wanted to take the corporate retreat down to Jacksonville, but nah, I don't know if we can do it. But, man, that'd be a heck of a trip, especially if they win. Uh, thanks for all of our listeners. Huck Media, as always, by the magic of his mustache. We'll see you next Wednesday, probably from right here, Kipling Studios, Toronto, Ontario. Ni hao. Privet. Hello. Hola. Voice of God, you forgive all their sins? Once again. Yeah, beauty. Weird Mike, kind of a normal hat this week. But uh, 
An even weirder pick. Kansas City covering the spread. You know what? Uh, they're probably going to do it. You think? You don't like it when I agree with them. I love it. I do not like that. But I do like uh, NFL playoffs. I'm all in. Every Saturday, Sunday for the next month, you find Weird Mike glued to the TV. Let's do it. Love you, boys. Woo! See you next week. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Carry on with the freestyle.